Welcome to the Big Llama Show podcast, a podcast about the movies. You're listening to the live stream replay. Live streams are on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Llama is your host, along with co-host Blackout AD. We talk about the week that was and the week that will be, and we break it all down and have fun with our subscribers. Join us every Sunday night if you'd like to be part of the action. And now, here's the replay. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show. I am the Big Llama. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live every Sunday. The most consistent show on all of the internets. Uh, but this show, again, cannot be done alone. It must be done with a co-host. And so my host with the most, AD, is here. AD, man, what's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, man? Um, just trying to, trying to survive in these, these jail streets. <laughs> you're you're a fugitive of the uh, Twitch jail right now. I'm a fugitive of Twitch right now. <laughs> so if you guys, uh, you know, if you, you guys who watch the show all the time know that AD does the fight nights, UFC fight nights, and what what happened? What? So tell tell me your story. What what the hell happened on your fight night? <laughs> uh, I don't really know what happened exactly. I just know that. We got uh, suspended for twenty four or forty eight hours. Excuse me. We got suspended for forty eight hours, and I'm assuming it's because in my head, because we, we've done these fight nights. I mean, honestly, it's probably like the tenth fight night we've had, like, you know, in the, the span of however long. And um, I was just wondering, like, maybe with the green screen, maybe like it showed too much of it. I don't know. So. We got banned. It was a crazy night. I, I, I wasn't as mad because when I looked, I had 24 viewers. I was getting followers. Like, the stream was popping, and then we got banned. And then I'm like, at first, I was, like, a little discouraged. And then I look at the Discord, and we still had, like, 19 people in the Discord. So I was like, man, I can't be mad at that. Like, what, like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, I, I took a risk, and, you know, whatever. We'll we'll get we'll be back on the, the grind. I've been on the YouTube grind, you know. I'm yeah, exactly. You. I'm your competitor now. Yeah, we, we're gonna talk about that because I was, was pretty interesting to see you. But, but yes, but, we got to see. We, oh my god! <laughs> but look, here, here's some here's something that might make you feel good. Someone's trying to bail you out of jail with the first ever super chat Let's ever go. on our show. Fifty dollars super chat. Charles, our buddy Charles, who watches us every morning on the replay has put $50 on the super chat in the free AD fund. <laughs> hey, thank you, Charles, man. That's awesome. Llama. Hey, Holy your first, shit. your first money as a content creator right there. Llama, let's go. $50 super chat. This is, this is insane. Crazy. Well, crazy. Charles, thank you, man. You like, listen, anything you write on here. Uh, hold on. Here we go. He says, it's my way of saying thanks. Hey, that's awesome, man holy shit this is amazing thanks charles i mean damn that's my first super chat and it's it's a 50 dollars super chat that's a, yep. that's insane insane wow but yeah that goes to the uh free ad fund <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so you went to you went to 
to YouTube, and so yeah. you've been you've been streaming on YouTube, and you got you got a couple followers since you started um, back what on I YouTube. Tell you, right? I'm, a, I'm a star, man. <laughs> they can't hold me down. And I think that I was joking around. I was like, they saw my numbers going up. They saw the followers coming in. Like, they didn't want me to get a little fame off the UFC's name, so they they took me out early. But I'll be back. I'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah, no. I mean, it was fun, and and um, what happened is is it was a weird feeling to see that you weren't on Twitch anymore. Like, yeah. like my my um, my I go on Twitch so often to to support your channel that it my my siri automatically recommends it like every hour on the hour it's like hey you usually go on twitch to the to an ad stream do you want to go and i'm like yeah sure let me see if he's on um so it's, it it was weird not to be able to get to you and then on when i got on um our stream yard here when we were getting set up they're like you've lost access to ad's twitch account and i'm like <laughs> oh god it's serious this is serious business yep they took me oh. out but it really opened my eyes in terms of I really need, just in case this happens again, like obviously next time I'm going to be a little bit more cautious and, you know, I'll get a copyright strike for this and I think you get three. I'm thinking it's a three strike rule, but they say if you don't infringe, it'll go away. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm going to, you know what I mean? But I'm going to take cautious. I, I think the fight companions are one of the best parts of my stream personally. Oh yeah. Like something yeah. that I do that I, I enjoy doing that I feel like gets the community. I mean, like I said, we had 24 on the stream and 19 in the Discord. And after I left, like, the numbers on the Discord didn't go down. So we're really building a community of fight fans that are watching every every fight companion. So that's something I have to do, and I have to just be cautious of the rules. But it really opened my eyes to, like, I need to get on my YouTube grind because if something like this happens again, then I don't want to lose any momentum. You know what I mean? If, if yeah. it would have been a normal stream... And I wouldn't have had 24 viewers or it wasn't going as crazy as it was. I probably would have been a little bit more upset about it. But the fact that, you know, I upgraded all my systems and I had one of the best streams in terms of, you know, just a normal night. Like, I can't complain, man. I broke the rules. It is what it is. But when I come back, I'm taking over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So, yeah. It, it, hit us up in the chat. Let us know. You know, hit us up with free AD, and if you if you're on Twitch and you got the ADs, throw those ADs. In I the bet chat. you they're not even there anymore. Oh, you think so? There's oh, no I, way. I, hey, yo, if you're on the Twitch, throw some ADs. If they're not there, I'm gonna cry. Oh no, you know what? I've got one person watching us on Twitch. So whoever's watching us on Twitch, man, check it out. See if you can throw some ADs up in the chat for for yep. sure. Yep. Oh, that would be that would be devastating. That would be devastating. You can't throw ADs in the chat. That's crazy. Um. Let me see. There's a, oh, there's Big a Homie did it. Let's go. Okay, so Thank yeah, there you. are ADs in the chat. Okay, Ooh, Big Homie. They, they, <laughs> they, still they, they saw the numbers. Yeah, thank God. At least something of me is on Twitter. <laughs> a piece of me. A piece of you is still there. Uh, all right, so let's go to the chat. Let's go down the board here. Uh, you had Ace Satir. She was letting us know she's in the building. What up, uh, Ace? Now, there was a little bit of controversy between her and Gabe talking about who was first. <laughs> You know, I I clearly see at nine fifty one, Ace, damn son, and Gabe Gabe was like two minutes late. Oh. Um, we were first together. Oh, it doesn't wow. count. He's taking her credit. <laughs> He's taking her credit. It doesn't count. She was here first. Uh, nope. See, they're going back and forth. <laughs> um, it's, it's, if you're not first, you're last. Um, <laughs> 
Charles hit us up and he, again b- before he dropped that generous super chat of fifty dollars. He said, "Good evening, guys. Just wanted to say hi. I enjoy the show, but uh, work tomorrow. There's something I wanted to do. We'll let you know in a few." So, hey, um, and that I was the super I, chat that he that dropped. Was a Fifty bomb. Fifty Hell bomb. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is awesome. Uh, Jay Birdie's in the building. He's saying hello, folks. You were letting us know there. Let's go. Um, chat mom. Chat mom. Chat mom's throwing llamas. Llamas in the chat. We're getting the free AD. Uh, Let's go free AD. Hashtag free AD. For we need sure. that on a shirt. <laughs> Jane says shit got saucy on the fight night. Yeah, too many people and they caught on. I, I'm it, serious because it was climbing pretty fast. I was like, I think honestly. Like how, I mean, we saw last time that we had a fight night was my sh- most viewed stream. And I saw the trajectory going up even faster than last time. So I was like, dang, maybe the people that from last time, like, remembered my stream or, you know, whatnot. But it went from, like, 7 to when, like, the prelims got to the middle. Went from 7 to, like, 15 to, like, 20. So I was like, damn, like, my projection of the stream, we probably would have hit 50 or more. Yeah. No, I mean, you you would have been up there, like, that one night where, all, where it went insane Uh, And we had the hype train and we were like, you know, betting our shirts and shit. Uh, (laughs) um, Again, Charles said his was his way of saying thanks. We really appreciate that, Charles. Yeah, man, we can't say that enough. He said uh, good night. See the rest of the show. Um, Gabe saying free AD. We had, uh, you know, big homie. Let us know there. You he says, never uh, take big the ADs. Never take the ADs are always there. No one puts AD in the corner. Nah, let's go. That's love. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jay Birdie was Jay on Twitch. Birdie, let's go. He, he wanted to let he wanted to let everybody know the ads are still in the chat. Uh, Jane says your screen was covered more than normal this uh, this round, so I really don't think it has anything to do with with showing it. Um, did you did you have audio playing of the UFC fight night? Yeah, but I always have audio, so that's why I'm confused. Because yeah. the only thing different that I did was normally I go in the Discord with you guys, and. I used the Discord to cover most of the fight. And this time I had the green screen. So in my head, there was just too much, you know, in the background. And I tried my best. Like, I made my face a lot bigger. You know, I tried to do it. But at the end of the day, I did what I did. It is what it is. Now I got my beautiful $500 mixer. I can (laughs) mute the sound and we can hear it. And the stream (laughs) won't. And we'll do it better next time. But that also shows me, you know, like, those fight companions are needed. Especially on Twitch, like. Oh, for yeah. me to get boosts like that back-to-back fight nights, like, there's a niche for them. And obviously, people want to watch the fights, you know what I mean? And we provide, we're pretty much providing a service in the Discord, so. Yeah. I no, mean, no, no, no. And, and I heard the one guy who left his mic on, he was talking about it. He's like, hey, if you want to watch it, you got to come to to Discord. And, you and, and, like, he was explaining it to somebody who was watching with him. So, yeah. it, it I think it's a growing thing. Uh, Charles wanted to let you know, AD. He says, AD, I'll figure out uh, how to get into Twitch. Yes. And he wants you to know, he goes, Hey, what can I say? I'm old. Let's go. <laughs> now, big homie says uh, you got snitched on, son. That's yeah, what it was. Yo, somebody, somebody, somebody reported you. Yo. No, I, they gave me the name. They oh, actually really? gave me the name of somebody who reported me. So oh. I'll find you. It's on site. <laughs> Twitch is dirty. They tell you who, who did it? Yes. They gave me the claim. Oh. Yo, they text my phone. Like, it was, it was actually kind of, like, impressive, like, how fast they got me down. I was like, Jesus. Jeez, uh, Charles says good night to, to you both. Good night, Mr. Charles. Hey, good night, Charles. Fifty dollars super chat. Thank you, man. Let's go. So okay, so 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 Twitch 
sends you a, t- a, a message and tells you who did this. What is the name of this perpetrator? Can we not say it? Uh, it's like Chris something. But oh. I don't know. Like, it wasn't like a, a it wasn't a, a username. It was like an actual name, like first and last. Oh, so shit. I don't know if it was like maybe, it just said like, um, well, I forgot the words they used, but basically it said this is the person that, that hit the claim. So I'm thinking it's either a person in Twitch that, you know, maybe just like filed the claim and took me off. Or it was the person that told on me. Oh my God! So, so the the plot thickens. Now we we've yeah. got some some folks here uh, supporting AD. We you hit them up with the free ADs in the chat. That's now cool. Gabe is saying, "Let me know who the snitch is, AD. I'll run I'll run down on that bum." <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have my hitters come get you, boy. <laughs> if you're hate watching, it's all satire. Right, right, exactly, exactly. If you're hate watching, whoever you are, Christian, if that is your real name. Uh, <laughs> We don't like you, man. We don't like you at all. That was not nice. <laughs> um, all right. So, so okay. So next fight night, <laughs> are we doing another fight night? <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna continue doing it. I mean, when I did it on YouTube, there was no problems. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, I, I fixed the audio issue to where we can hear it. The stream can't. I might have to put like. I mean, it'll just be us talking. You know what I mean? It'll be a legitimate fight companion. I was using the the backdrop and stuff like just because I was so, I don't know. I guess because I was so small that I didn't think they were going to catch on as fast. But again, mm. the last two fight nights, my stuff goes crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure people are watching. Like, So next time we're going to do no sound. We're probably just only going to have the timer with the rounds and the names at the bottom. And, you know what I mean? We'll do it like that. And we'll keep promoting the Discord because they can't shut the Discord down, you know. So we'll yeah, keep no. promoting that and we'll keep growing, man. Because I think, like I said, I think to me it's like gaming. My some like our, our talks that we have sometimes on stream and the fight nights are like the three component components of my stream right now that are, are working really well. And I can't, I honestly can't lose the fight companion, honestly. No, no, for <clears> sure. <throat> it, it, I mean, it is good. It, it again, it's a great, it's a great service and it's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people coming in and out of the chat, so um, so let, let's keep that up. So again, the free ads, put them in the chat. Make, yeah. Let you know, show some love for AD. And when his Twitch channel comes back on, make sure you like, share, subscribe. You do every lot of good stuff. Let him know you you have some love there. Um, Gabe, Gabe over here. I'm, I'm gonna need your, your special button today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you, you can read it. You can read it. <laughs> <laughs> you snitch, you snitch, mother. <laughs> oh we're we are just upgrading the level of the show every every week man every week and we're degrading the the the, the level of the show mm-hmm. all at the same time no so so guys again ad is um he went out and did some shopping man he did he did some upgrades and so you should hear obviously better sound quality coming from not only his his uh, you know his streams on this show so you know really happy about that um now ad this is this is the the show before i'm i'm off so i'm off yep. next week yeah so you know i don't know what you have planned i'm just gonna put it up there you you got full reign of the show next week next Sunday. yeah i'm gonna have to figure something out maybe i think the best option might be a pre-recorded thing and we just run it you know normal or whatever but we'll figure it out because I will also be in Florida, so I'm hoping you know that doesn't. Oh, that's right. With oh, the, that's uh, that's yep. right. That's right. You're gonna be in Florida, so so travel. Well, we're gonna have to call the B team in. We're gonna have to get like <laughs> Jay Bird and like Gabe and on the on the the Big Lama show. 
Let's go. Whatever we got, man. Whatever we got. Uh, all right. So this week on the show, this week, uh, stuff, the topics we just started, we're talking about throughout the week. Uh, one was Miss Marvel. I know yep. you, you, you wrote uh, some pretty good uh, tweets on that. Um, Joker 2 was greenlit, and you want to have a, a bit of a discussion with me on that one. Um, you had the worst hot take. I was, oh, it was disgusting. Oh, oh we're gonna, man. We're going to go back and forth on that one because I have some thoughts. Uh, let's see. Obi-Wan Kenobi again. If you've watched it, if not, then I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell one of our super fans that you did not watch it. Yeah, um, I did not. <laughs> and then any any q a that comes up as we sort of go through good. Uh, the show um let's see we got a couple of things here okay <laughs> okay with the eyes this, this is my, my moment, moment. <laughs> he's gonna seize the moment <laughs> it'll be the roman two raw show <laughs> featuring, <laughs> featuring uh birdie <laughs> Ugh. If we if we put them both on live, they're just gonna argue with each other the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, that would be funny content. It would we wouldn't be able to do it on your channel though. No, no. The we thing is, to... we wouldn't because Birdie Birdie can control himself. He knows what it is. But Gabe, for some whatever reason, I was watching it back. I was watching um the episode we had everybody on the was it the fiftieth oh, yeah. episode or whatever. Yeah. By yeah. the way, we hit a hundred views on that, which was fire. Um, I was watching that back, and that man cursed like three times. I'm like, bro, every time he comes on, he like, this is a clean children's show, dude. With within seconds, he was already just like, ah. <laughs> I yeah, was like, first... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need. We need for him is automatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. Big homie says, do Obi Wan anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me and Big homie have been talking about Obi Wan all week, so I'm pretty like, you know how I am. Like, I, I, I'm knowledgeable about the season. I just haven't watched it yet. And I want to now. Uh, I've actually have conversations about it. Like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Well, let's start with the hot take because I think that's fresh in our minds. Okay. And then we'll get into Miss Marvel because I think you and I both agree on Miss Marvel for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So, let's see. Hold on. I work in construction. It's a habit. <laughs> It's okay, Gabe. It's okay, man. Yeah, whatever, man. We don't we, we don't judge. Whatever don't the judge. you think. <laughs> whatever you say, dude. <laughs> I, I love that, man. Yeah, yep. awesome. Um, all right. So the the big news that we saw this week was that Joker Two was greenlit. They 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 have a, I think a script that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is looking at. He's reading, and so looks like they're going to move forward with a part two. I tweeted that. You, uh, this is this is not I don't I don't think anybody should it's not what we asked for I don't know I forgot what I tweeted exactly but I wasn't in favor of it and you immediately hit me back yeah because said, listen I'm a superhero genre fan right Joker is one of my favorite villains and the movie we got the first movie was an origin story so for you to be like well we don't we didn't ask for it, it's like no, Lama, you didn't ask for it. Everybody, after they saw that movie, was like, we need more of this. Because, one, I like that it's it's away from the Batman lore. It doesn't need, like, that That series doesn't need Batman at all, in my opinion. Because we've seen how he became the Joker. We never got the name of the Joker in the comics like that. I mean, there was, like, a couple instances where we got a name of the Joker. But that was the first time we've seen that character and in that world become the Joker. And I think... There's a good story to tell in terms of how he becomes the crown prince of crime. Like, I think 
especially with the performance that Joaquin Phoenix gave us, I think if we saw the buildup of how he gets control and his, you know, how he gets his loyal people behind him, I think that's the story we need. So I don't, I don't know. I don't agree in terms of we don't need a second movie because I think us having a second movie would be best, would, be, would make this first movie even better, you know, because, yeah, they went in it as a one shot. They went in it with one singular story and that story was told perfectly. But if they can do that again and wrap the second story, even if we only get one more, if they can wrap it in a, in a nice bow, I don't see no no harm in it. And if we get a better uh, makeup than that, because that was terrible. <laughs> well, okay, so the, I see it differently, and that's I get this is good. This is why it's good to have these discussions. I see it as a singular movie that was a character study, and, and I get it. I like they like you could have made this movie without the name Joker, and it still would have been a good movie, but. I don't think it has the legs that it would have. I don't think it would cross over into the appeal of, of the comic book fans. So, you know, when I watched the movie, I watched it and I said, I not that I thought it was unnecessary. I think it was great that they had those elements, but I thought, okay, if we didn't have the Bruce Wayne scene at the end, I, I would still be fine with this movie. And, and it, to me, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, right? But it's one of those movies that I, it hit, it impacts you. And I'm afraid, I'm always afraid that you take something so perfect or something that, that you feel a certain way about, and then you like, you take it and you like, all right, and, and a total cash grab, I would say total cash grab. I mean, it made almost a billion dollars every, any Hollywood studio, any, any, you know, executive would say absolutely green light a second movie right and obviously joaquin phoenix has been very particular about the movies he picks and he's not one that does sequels so well, for him to jump on board is exciting right well so i mean not- as soon as the movie came out he was already saying like he would be down for another movie and that was at that at that time before we even knew the numbers before anything at that time we thought it was a singular movie but when you look at comics this is Right out of the comic book. This is an Elseworlds story. You know what I mean? So this is giving us another perspective, another layer on the comic book genre. Because now it's not necessary, especially with DC. Like, DC's all over the place in terms of their storytelling. They don't have have what Marvel has in terms of a a cohesive storyline. But what I think this does opens the door for these realistic takes on these characters. Like, they've been trying to do. Because I think that's what they... They've always tried to do. They tried to make Batman realistic, you know what I mean, with the Heath Ledger, um, the Dark Knight series, and, and Heath Ledger's Joker. They tried to make that a little bit more grounded, but there were still superhero elements. I think this was like totally grounded in terms of a story, and like like I said, an Elseworlds story to where there's so much we could have got more of. I think like some of the people in the movie, like the the Zazie B, uh, what's her name? I think Zazie B. It's not Zazie B. I don't know Zazie something, but yeah, yeah, the love interest. I feel like we could have found out if she was real or not. You know, like, these are things that we could dive in. Like, I think there was more story to tell with this character. You know, at least that's how I felt even leaving the, the theater. And I, I wanted it because I enjoyed it. But now that I, we got the green lit, I, I, I like the idea, man. I like, I, like, I like this Joker. And I want to see what they can do. And I think it will revitalize DC's creativity and what they can do with some of their characters. Yeah, and listen, as long as you don't, cheap it out and you know now there's a batman and there's this and there's you know a joke a riddler somewhere in here i i think i'm okay with it i um a lot of the 
a lot of the first early rumors is that, that you know the the titling that he was reading, I guess the the script he was reading, says is, is like more than one person, um, or two characters, or some something. Like that. I forgot what the translation was. So people were speculating there could be a Harley Quinn, there could be another like Joker versus Joker type thing, and I'm like, all fascinating things. I just I prefer to see. Just something else, to, you know. Do this thing I, again. I, I'm particular to this movie because, again, I, it, I felt like it was as close to perfect as you can get. It, it made the money. It got the awards. The performance was great, and I just don't. I, I'm afraid it gets it gets screwed up, like like almost like The Godfather, right? Godfather one and two, like one. Again, I wasn't around back then when they made both of those, so who gives a shit, right? But. <laughs> Um, when you have a masterpiece and you follow it up and you like you strike gold twice, when they went for back the third time, you were like like you got a really subpar movie compared to the original. So that's what I'm afraid of is that they they jump the shark here and they make a movie and all of a sudden, you know, you you sort of lose the luster or, or the the effects that you got from this movie. I mean this this particular <clears throat> scene that I keep referencing here. I mean this is the the uh the the final one of the final scenes which is like if if you go back and watch this particular scene like it doesn't matter if you saw the whole movie the tension is there the the elements are there that make that like make it spectacular and so um again i I, i'd like to experience this again and hopefully they can do the same thing again um but that's why they will but i think also what helps this movie what what helps the second one in terms of what you're saying like Maybe them, you know, adding Batman and stuff. I think the success of the Robert Pattinson Batman and how people perceive that and the world they're going to build around that with the HBO series, I think that helps this movie tremendously because now it's like, we don't need Batman. I think I think Joker as a character is super layered. I think you, there's so much stuff we can go with that we haven't seen on a big screen in terms of the Joker. They can pull a lot from different uh, iterations of the Joker and added to this. But I also think Joaquin's performance as, um, what's his actual name in the movie? Uh, oh. Mer- uh... <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but the character itself, before he becomes the Joker, because at the end of the day, he wasn't even called the Joker. Like, he didn't give himself the name. Nobody called him that. You know what I mean? The character itself was layered. And I think that's the most interesting because there was still... Though he was kind of crazy, there was still a good heart in him. And I think that's what we... I think it's going to be more of a a deep dive of, of this character. You know what I mean? I think they're going to go deep. And like you said, Joaquin Phoenix pretty particular with the movies he's, he's uh, putting out. He's not going to let them ruin this movie, especially for the success it was as the artsy film it was. And I think that's yeah. where... It, we're, we're not going to lose anything, I don't think, if, if I'm being honest. And when I saw you say that, I was like, oh, Lama, come on, man. Come on, don't be that guy. But I understand where you're going because if they do ruin the movie, because there is a chance they could, it would it would suck for the overall. You you would even want to put them together. You know what I mean? So right, right. I I, I just don't want to see them just like go for the money grab and then yeah. put in. Uh, and, and, and I get. Well, and and the problem that most that I have with a lot of things that, that people are doing nowadays is that there's so much fan service. There's so much. Oh, we've got to put this cameo in for the fans who want to see this, and that's what that's what I think happened to Doctor Strange. And it, like people were like, "Oh, I wanted to see this, but I didn't get that." And it's like, let let the movie like flow itself. Let it let it be its own thing. 
Um, so I'm, I'm afraid they'll do the same thing with them with this one. But again, Joaquin Phoenix is pretty particular about the scripts that he does, and I think he doesn't. He, he just doesn't pick a movie for money. Um, so I think this should this should bode well for for the creators. As long as they give, I think it's Todd Phillips doing the same, the guy who did the first one. Um, as long as they give him the creative control and not try to like run interference, I think it should be fine. Um, yeah. Let's see, there's a comment here. Uh, Chat Mom says, uh, I'm wondering if they'll still use a lot of the, uh, of the color theory they did in the first. Yeah, I mean, there was a very specific color palette and, and structure and everything else. So hopefully the same thing. Yeah, or maybe they, they change would. it for for the for the, his mindset, right? I mean, very yeah. I mean, again, the movie we got was an artsy movie. It was a filmmaker's movie. It wasn't a superhero movie. It wasn't a supervillain movie. It was an artsy filmmaker's movie. So I think they're going into number two with that same mindset and how they can take that character and elevate his story. So I don't know. Hopefully, maybe I'm just being very op- optimistic and I'm hoping they aren't going to ruin it, but. Your take was still trash. <laughs> it, listen, it's okay to, to agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I I will wait to see what happens. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm still I'm still cautious about it. But I, I you know me, man. I'm a, I always keep an open mind, and you know I'm going to be one of the first people to go watch the damn movie anyway. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't care what they, you know, like oh I don't want it to ruin it, but I'll be the first one to says, take my money. So. Um, so anyway, so in the chat, in the comments, guys, let us know if what if you think Joker two being greenlit is it going to be? Uh, you think it's going to be good? It should be bad. Um, is it going to be a success? Like what 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 are your thoughts on that? Let us know in the comments as we go through here, or if you're watching this on a replay, let us know in the comments there. Um, you know, if you agree with AD, he says it's a good thing. I say I'm cautious about it. I don't know if I want it to happen. But, but you're not uh, saying like you don't want it to be honest. You're just saying you don't want them to ruin what right. they did with the first film. Which yeah. which with that part I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean like I said I I I'm not stupid. Like like any any executive worth their weight, you you get a billion dollar movie, you're going to go uh no shit, let's just put another sequel out. <laughs> like like yeah. why wouldn't you? Like that's that's a no-brainer. So I get why they're doing it. I just hope they don't fuck it up. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay Birdie lets us know here he agrees. You know, with what though? <laughs> Very vague, uh, Bird. Very vague. Pick a side, Birdie. Pick a side. Don't worry, man. Free you can still be on the post. You can still be in the post llama show. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, let us know what you think about that, and um, let's move on to the next topic, which. Yeah. We, you and I both agree. We watched uh, Miss Marvel. You watched uh, the first episode, yeah, I watched and, the first and you episode enjoyed the and, show, uh, right? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Honestly, I I was going in kind of expecting after the first trailer. I was kind of expecting to like it just because it was so different from what I seen. But for me, what I liked about it was the representation. We seen a different like it was actually like a different culture we got to experience in the same city that we've been in. I mean for every Spider-Man movie, you know what I mean? So it was like the culture was different, and I like that they're using the animated. I mean, you see it right there where they're using, like, the, the word bubbles, and they're using that animated style because, you know, the, the main character, Kamala, is very, like, uh, they call it, like, a daydreamer. So I like that. It gives it that real-life comic book, almost what um Spider Into the Spider-Verse did for the yeah. animated series. I feel like this is exactly doing that 
for this show and i i enjoyed it personally i get i can see where people some criticism is it's a little bit like uh childish but you got to understand too like as marvel they're trying to hit every demographic they can and i think this hits a certain demographic of like younger younger generation females um brown people in general because we don't really see that representation especially like they made a big thing with like her being the first like you know quote-unquote brown superhero i mean we got that with um the scarlet scarab and uh moon moon knight but now we actually get the official like title character being a, a person of color you know what i mean other than you know i mean we saw what happened with the captain america stuff and you know the new captain america but with this i think it, it just brings another dynamic and it brings like a, a quirky little feeling to the mcu that kind of was needed yeah i, I agree i i love first of all i love how playful it is yeah. you know that it, it's like and some people were comparing it to like a disney channel series or whatever i didn't care like i thought it was great i thought it was a lot of fun um and you're right the one of the things I read, right, and I, I hate that we have to talk about shit like this, but Big Homie says uh, uh, this was... <laughs> that uh, <laughs> was cute as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you missed the beat, man. You missed, missed the, the beat. beat. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not good at it yet. <laughs> no, so, no I, so I hate that, that we have to talk about this, but we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be us if we didn't talk about, like, the things we read. So, you know, I was reading that there's a lot of hate groups now, you know, talking about how this is the show that they're trying to force down and, and and i was apprehensive like like i was i was watching say okay let me see if i if i see that right like are you like over the top it the show was the show like it had its content yes okay she's she's muslim who, who cares it, it's it's her culture it's her identity but it's not like they're telling you you will you know you have to convert to watch the show yeah i found it fascinating to watch um just a different culture in Iraq and some of the stereotypes in the Muslim community, like the mom being over over overzealous about, you know, success and all those things hit home with me because that's kind of some of the same things we get. Um at least in in in, in for for my for my area, you know, from Peru and stuff, we get the same shit, which is like you, you gotta go to school, you have to do this, you have to do that. And it's and it's and again, it was just fascinating. That's that, but, that's that immigrant mentality, though, when you yes, really think yeah. about it, you know, and that and that's beautiful to see. Like, to me, the representation is important. And I, I like talking about it, especially on the show, because there's so much hate on. I mean, we're seeing it with Obi-Wan as well. And like, um, what's her name? Reva or Reva? Oh, yeah. Uh, but oh. <laughs> not, I don't know her name, but I haven't seen the show, clearly. But even with that, like, you just see the hate and it's just like. People want something to hate on. They can't just say, I don't objectively like this show. They have to find reasons that don't really align with them, I guess, quote unquote. You know, I don't know. No, I mean, listen, the show, like I was saying, the show is good. It's yeah. a good show. The story is good. It's it's quirky. It's fun. Um, the characters are likable. Um, it's all, it's all, like, I, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations going into it. I, I'd be honest. Like I didn't, I wasn't look, this wasn't the show. I was like, Oh my God, I got to watch this show. So when I watched it, I guess I was pleasantly surprised that I was so entertained. Yeah. And, and I've told you this before too. Sometimes you need a show that doesn't necessarily have such complicated issues and terms. Yeah. It, it can be simple storytelling. It can, this is her origin story. Um, 
and it's fun. It's fun. I'm not feeling like, oh my god, I gotta. It's something. Who's coming up? No, I'm. I'm. I'm really interested in her character. Um, I mean, she is just like like she exudes that um, that personality, that charisma. Like you want to watch her more. Um, her family dynamics are fun. Like the the family that, that you know who the, the guys that cast as her family, her friend. All of this stuff is is just. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I was surprised, and I just hate the fact that people were taking it to to be something completely different. And who cares what her background is? It's a superhero uh, concept, um, and it's so great. It was so much fun. So, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Um, I like what I also like is that there's not like expectations in terms of like it necessarily connected. Not like Moon Knight. Like I felt like Moon Knight. There was like we knew it was going to be very um, closed off in terms of the MCU, but we still wanted like hopes of like it tying in. This I don't care. Like I just want to see this story played out. Whoever heard the bad guy, like, we don't even know who the bad guy is, or I don't know who the bad guy is. Like, I don't know anything about this show. So, like, I'm just excited to see where it goes, where it takes us. It feels like it's going to be, like, very self-contained in terms. I mean, they gave us a little uh, mid-credit scene that might open it up a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, how the show felt, it felt like it was going to be very contained to that street-level um, superhero thing that we we haven't really seen in the MCU. Because even, like spider-man who is a street level character in the comics we we got like a more grandiose version of that in the mcu so i'm hoping we stay street level with this i hope you know it, it can tie in if it wants but i, I just want to see this story play it out and see her character develop as a superhero no for sure now uh, chat mom says here when uh when will people realize comics are literally for uh, the minority um that's what comics are about and superheroes are it it's who made them. So, I mean, they're stories. They're just, they're stories of, of, of folks that have extraordinary abilities, extraordinary powers, and it's to entertain, it's to have fun, it's to lose yourself. And yes, sometimes you have to identify yourself with a character, so they have to have character traits. And but I don't think same... you have to identify. I think it's just human nature. Everybody... Right. Like, I, I, for me personally, and, like, I've, I just noticed, like, everybody finds what where they can uh, see themselves in. You know what I mean? When we were growing yeah. up, like, in our age, I didn't really see superheroes that look like me on the big screen or on, you know what I mean, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I knew of them, you know, just because I, I knew about comics and stuff. And, like, I think a part of my dad, too, like, that was something he did, like, was, like, show us the characters of color and stuff like that. But... Again, that just to the human nature. So I get why people. I mean, I don't get why they're they're outraged about it, but I get where they're like, oh well, it doesn't really fit me. But it's like it doesn't have to fit you. It fits a whole different population, and and that's perfect. Like we haven't seen a Muslim superhero yet, and I think that's something dope. That that opens it up for millions of people in the world. You know, yeah. so you it might not be for you, but it's for other people, and and people just got to understand that. Yeah, and, and it's the evolution of the comics. Like, yes, it, at first they were they were a bunch of white guys who were comic book characters, and then the extra comic book characters they were, you know, the extra superheroes they were creating were kind of supernatural. They were, you know, the Rock, and they were they were, you know, these different elements and things that were not necessarily a a you know captured you know type of person. But 
yeah, over time they've evolved. Over time things change and the stories get more complex. The stories get, you know, more interesting. So I, I again Miss Marvel was great, knocked it out of the park for me. Yep. Um you know, Big Homie has a pretty good point here. It says, uh, Reva, right, isn't the best actress, but she doesn't deserve half the shit she gets. Which, which again, it, it, there, there are Facebook hate groups that, like, have uh, tens of thousands of people that, and with, with a, a shitty premise, like, oh, Miss Marvel, why are they replacing Captain Marvel? And, like, you clearly didn't read or know what the hell this yeah. is about. She idolizes Captain Marvel. And... So like for you to join a Facebook group or uh, that just shows the group. lack of that shows lack of, yeah. of knowledge of comic books. Like if you're if you're a casual comic book fan, just say that. But don't act like this isn't a character that's been. It's not like they just made Kamala up. She's been right. in the comics right. since the '80s or whatever. I don't know when she, her debut, but for a long time, it's not like they were like, "Well, let's let's get the the brown version of Captain Marvel." You know, no, it's not that. It's, they're they're on the same team, so it's like. That just shows the lack of knowledge, and it's like, what, we're going to get the same plain stories we always get? Like, this gives another element that we haven't seen. Like, why not just be happy that we get more, that Marvel has so much content that they can make things for that fit every storyline. And I think that's the beautiful thing of Marvel. But with these hate groups, we're always going to see it, man. There's always going to be people that don't agree or see things the way we see it or have a very narrow-minded view on on life itself. So Yeah. And listen, it. Yeah, and listen, and if that's if that's your thinking, then that's your thinking. Like again, my job isn't to to sway people and to say this is right or wrong. I'm telling you, I think it's ridiculous that you have that kind of hatred in your life that you would join Facebook groups and and talk <laughs> shit and, and and DM you know actresses on because of what they look like. That's I think this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I, you know, I I would say you're you're you know a keyboard tough guy, right? Like you you know. I, I, I hate that stuff. I, you know, and I wish it didn't happen, but we got to be realistic. It, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, people have these thoughts, and that's why these these groups and these online chat groups and are huge. I mean, again, this wasn't peanuts. This wasn't like you know thirty people in in a, in a chat group. It was, I think, it was a fifteen to twenty thousand. You know, you know, people have joined this one group under the premise that this was something it wasn't, and I think that's just stupid. Like, and again. You didn't know, you didn't read the comics, you didn't watch the show, you just joined this group because you're following everybody else and saying, oh yeah, they're trying to replace Captain Marvel, which is so stupid. But yeah. um, let's get to the chat. We got we got a couple of comments here. Um, chat mom says a lot of them are actually uh, Jewish and the themes and plots are based on Nazi and segregation and World War II. People want to be uh, bigots and don't even know the history. Yeah, that's a lot of the comics were against... Um, we're against the Nazis. That's a lot of comics in the World War II area. That's I mean, what they were about. Captain, I mean, Captain America, the Red Skull. Like, what do they think that is? Right, <laughs> right. It's it's clearly you know just their version, you know, or their animated version of the world as it was at that point. Exactly. So, um, uh, Hercules Outlaw. Hey, welcome to the chat, Hercules. And I think you had hit me up with uh, llamas in the house, but um, yep. it wasn't appropriate for this segment. Uh, uh, Hercules says, uh, Miss Marvel um, is even in the Avengers video game, isn't she? Um, it's not like this wasn't brought up before. We've seen her in a role, and now they're uh, building off of it. Of course, of course. Yeah. She's she's an established character. It's it's not anything crazy. And, and so Kamala Khan, I've heard of her character before this show. 
and and I, again and i'm i'm the the layman i'm the guy who doesn't read comics like like religiously i i'll dabble here and there so i've even heard of this character um but i'll admit i didn't i wasn't like oh my god i can't wait to see the show i just was like all right well let's, let's check it out pleasantly surprised i can't wait for the next one i can't wait for the next one yeah i think um, the show is gonna be good man it's just outrage culture trying to do what it does it, it's true it's very true <clears throat> um all right so let me know what you guys think about uh miss marvel do you agree disagree with the criticisms are you you know a member of that facebook group if you are go ahead and unsubscribe right now um <laughs> Get the i need out <laughs> exactly i need subscribers but not those types of subscribers so yeah um you know i, I listen my I, I don't i don't expound my views on people i really i really try to stay pretty neutral on things especially because I, I create content for people to be entertained but at the same time i i don't deal with that mess so please if you're in that hate, if you're in those hate groups man get off my get off my channel um all right all right so that's uh let us know in the comments what you think about miss marvel again we enjoyed the show we tweeted about it right when we saw it um yep. it was really really good all right so we're going to follow big homies uh recommendation we are going to talk obi-wan but um you know obi-wan it, it's it's a love hate with obi-wan because um this last one we got you know darth vader just annihilating obi-wan like like teaching him a lesson um yeah. and so you know i i loved it i thought you you saw the brutality of of darth vader which is something that people want to see um you know and honestly it, it adds to the why people were so freaking scared of darth vader in episode four of, of new hope um and I think that's what they've been trying to do with Rogue One, with all these like little inserts, is to sort of show why he was such a feared guy. Because honestly, after um, Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, he seemed like a likable Darth Vader. Like you, like you felt bad for him, right? But what you forget is how ruthless he is and how, uh, like, he killed, like, again, in, in episode three. There's no three, way you felt bad. I was about to say, there's no, 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 no way you felt bad for him. He killed a bunch of kids. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> he killed the younglings. <laughs> Come on, bro. The younglings had it coming. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. What, what I mean is, like, you you sympathize with the character. Like, you, you understand why he turned. There is real manipulative, you know, sort of things yeah. in place. So you, you kind of feel like, oh, shit. Like, he, that turn was just something that, wasn't really him turning necessarily but it was all the things that were in motion but after that turn he was a ruthless son of a bitch like like that all the comics all the 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 novels novelizations of him is that he's a ruthless killer and so i love the fact that in this obi-wan series you're seeing that i mean he's just indiscriminately killing people on the streets just to bait obi-wan to come out to like you know to duel and even then he's torturing Obi-Wan. Like he's like, hey, you burn me, I'm gonna burn you. And so that scene was powerful where he, you know, he, he purposely is just lighting the ground on fire and then he's throwing Obi-Wan in there and he's like dragging him in there. And uh, I mean, I love that. But yeah. um, we also got a, a glimpse of the, I guess it was a, a tomb of sorts of Jedi's and they had a youngling in it. <laughs> had a little youngling in there with his little helmet on. 
that they killed uh, and just, just said, okay, we're going to put you in part of our, our, our wall of fame. Yeah. So I think with, with Obi-Wan, man, like my only thing is like, and of course I'm, I'm checking out reviews and I'm seeing what people are saying. I'm having conversations with big homie about it. And it's just like, man, this story's not going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? And that's the, the sad part of it. it. It doesn't matter how good the show is. At the end of the day, the storylines aren't going to take you anywhere. There's no, nobody you, I mean, I think you mentioned it last week. Nobody's really going to be, I mean, like nobody's going to be in danger. Like when they do a kidnap plot on Leia, it's like, we know she's not, nothing's going to happen to her. We know nothing's going to happen to Obi-Wan, you know? So it's like, you can show Darth Vader. And I think that's probably like the bright side of it is that you get to see more Darth Vader on screen. And like, that's a fan favorite. That's like, again, like the Joker, that's like seeing more Joker on screen. Like people want to see that. They want to see them do what what people know them to do. But in terms of the show, it's just like, man, like I don't see the appeal of it. And I don't like I want to watch it just to watch it because I've seen all the Star Wars things. But like in reality, it's not pushing the plot forward. It's not giving us something we haven't seen before. So it's like what to me, they got to let the, the, the Skywalker saga go like. There's so many other dope characters in the the Marvel, I mean the Marvel, lore, the the Star Wars lore, that we can actually have stories that will captivate people, stories that people haven't heard before, and it will bring new fans. I think you're just recycling the same fans that love. It's like, hey, you remember this? You remember that guy? Well, now look what he's doing now. And I think that's my problem with the show right now, personally. Yeah, no, I I I think you're right because it's the same. They're, I, I think I told you that there's just no consequence. Yeah. There's no consequence to this show because you know Obi-Wan makes it to episode four as an old man. You know Leia makes it beyond this cat and mouse game that they're playing right now. So everything else is kind of like, oh, let's just put it together and show the story, right? So, yeah. I, I, and that's that's my problem is that there's nothing in here that I'm like, oh, dear God, what's, what's next? Like, ooh, what's going to happen? Like when Obi Wan was fighting Darth Vader and he threw him in the in the fire, I'm like he's getting out of that. Like he's not burnt up in Episode Four. Yeah. So so like like that's what I'm saying. The stakes aren't there. Like the there's nothing that holds me to say, "Ooh, what's gonna happen next?" I know what's gonna happen next. Even if I don't know how like it unfolds, he's gonna get out of whatever predicament he's in. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the sad part of the show. And you're right. A lot of people who loved you know, love Star Wars, will love this show, and, and we're watching, but you're not getting anything new. So, I, yeah. I, honestly... Um, and, oh, uh, you mean, you, you get a new look good. at the lightsaber, though, by the way, but there, there's, like, a, the new glow that they use. It's nice, um, but but it's it's different. It's way different than anything It would have been nicer if, like, the, the video game that they made uh, recently where um, the dude from Shameless was playing the character. I forgot what it is. Force Awakens. It's not Force Awakens. That's the movie. But oh, it's Jedi Fallen Order? Yo, Fallen Order, yes. I yeah. feel like if they would have made a show of that, would have been more interesting than that, um, than this. And like me and Big Homie were talking about it. It kind of hurts Star Wars that it's so long. Like if Star Wars was Marvel right now, and Star Wars is putting out, you know, episode four, episode five, you know what I mean? Like they're putting out the movies now, then it, I think this show would hit a lot better. You know what I mean? I think the show would just do better. If there was movies that correlated with it but the fact that we've already seen the end we've seen literally the end of like leia's life 
um, Luke's life, we've also seen how Vader turns back to the good side. So it's like you're doing all this just to show us again that he returns back to the good side. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. To me, it's probably looks. it probably looks great. It's probably fun. You know what I mean? It's probably good fun. I Even though I heard episode four, like the writing was pretty bad and stuff in terms of just storytelling. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. We'll see. I yeah, think no, I, I, eventually Star Wars is going to have to use other properties. They're going to have to get away from this, this Skywalker thing. And I think that's the same kind of criticism you can give for like the Force Awakens and, and that trilogy. It's like, it's like you gave us new characters, but you tied us into all the old characters. So now it's like, Han gets his big moment. Leia gets her big moment. The people from, like, it's like, but you have all these new characters. Like, Poe, they didn't do shit with Poe. You know what I mean? No. Like, even he's, um, supposed, he's supposed to be force sensitive, too. So it's like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much stuff we didn't get out of these things. It's like, you're hurting your brand by sticking to the same stuff that works. And I think that's just with Hollywood in general. You know, like, me again me and the whole the conversation me and homie had was just like nostalgia wins at the end of the day like when it comes to these box or when it comes to like these producers and the money that, that they're looking at it's nostalgia they're, they're gonna go for the nostalgia pool yeah no i, I mean like, like i guess i mean i agree with you i agree with you it's not anything spectacular for um new fans and that's why i think mandalorian has um has been successful He's a whole new character. You know nothing about this guy. He could die in any episode. And because his lore doesn't go beyond anything that you see. So there's, again, not that there's real stakes in these types of things, but I am intrigued as to what happens next. Cause I've, I don't know. I don't, he's not tied to anybody. I mean, right now he's tied to Luke, right? A little bit to Luke, um, young Luke um with grogu and that kind of thing that that kind of impacts a little bit but luke is not the center point of his show like like he will meet up with luke and do one thing and then he's off to his own adventures so if luke continues to tag along with him then then it's going to weigh the show down but um but that's that's why mandalorian i think was successful and and they've been trying to replicate the mandalorian ever since it came out i mean Um, to this day mandalorian had the most hype around it had the most people talking most people excited for the episodes. I don't hear people clamoring to go watch Obi-Wan. I'm not seeing it. And I'm talking about reviewers who are adamant Star Wars fans. They're like, like this show is cool, but it's, it's not what we want as fans. And this is, I think, the detriment to Boba Fett. Why Boba Fett? I mean, I think there's other things in Boba Fett that made it not as good. But just in terms of the stories, like, again, another character, we've seen his fate. You're not going to build tension in a show that we already know what's going to happen to this character, the main title character. And what saved, what saved Boba Fett? Like, what was one of the best episodes of Boba Fett when the Mandalorian comes in? So it's an, a, a new character that you guys are building on. So it's like the Star Wars fans are telling you what they want. It's yeah. just the company. It's Disney. And, and I don't know if Lucasfilm is still a part of it. But, you know, it's, it's that, that company that's holding this franchise back in, in the lore. Like, there's so much lore that we don't know. Like... What if we got a series, like, for me, I mean, we've seen it in Clone Wars and, like, the cartoons, but, like, a Darth Maul series after The Phantom Menace. That would be a story I would want to see. Because it's like, well, that's one of the fans' favorite characters from the the prequels. He seemingly dies, but in lore, he's not dead. He comes back and he actually gets stronger. So it's like, I would love to see that series. I don't need to see 
Obi-Wan, a, you know what I mean? A younger version of Obi-Wan when we already seen him old. We seen his force goes like, I don't know, man. No, no, it's true. Like I said, <laughs> something new. And I, I think the new, the new Star Wars movies um, that they're going to put out, it goes all the way back to the Old Republic, all the, the Knights of Old Republic. I think they're going to introduce characters, either some that you might know from novelization, but for the most part, brand new characters, brand new stories. And I think that's the way to go. It's I don't yes. I don't want to know what's going to happen. I don't want to know that they're and I do not want them linked to a Skywalker or to uh, to anything like. I just want them to be characters that are brand new, and I want to follow their story and their journey and how it builds. And yeah, that's that's what that's what I'm looking for in new Star Wars content. But we'll see. We'll see what happens, and we'll see if that that happens at all. Um, all right, so guys, if you're watching Obi Wan, let us know if you enjoy Obi Wan. Hit us up in the comments. Make sure, uh, let us know if you agree with our take here or if you disagree, that's okay. Um, we're, 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 it's okay to, to disagree with us. It's all right. Um, just mean, as long as you like and subscribe. That's all that matters. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so let's talk about the um, UFC fight night. So, Oh, man. Beautiful fights last night. So I, um, I, I'm coming out and saying it. Uh, best card all year so far. And it was 275, right? UFC. Yeah, was UFC that the one? 275. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get the uh, the highlights here in, in the background. Um, so mm -hmm. it was a fun night. Uh, there there was some some. I mean, it just was. Oh, man. From from was the opening car or well the prelims and from when I started streaming the first fight we saw, it was a, a knockout by a Sylvia. I'm pretty sure Sylvia Horace. Excuse me, she's super hot. Um, but she knocks a girl out to open the prelims. And I, from that fight on every fight besides maybe one, which I think was the Brian Allen fight, wasn't that exciting, but every fight had moments in it where it was like, holy, like, holy shit. Like th th what a great fight. And like, even the main card. So let's just talk the main card because there were so many, you know, undercard fights that I can't remember them all. But when it comes to the main card, we open up with. John Wei Lee versus Joanna um, John Jacek, which is a rematch. Their first fight was phenomenal. Five-round banger. I mean, like, people consider it one of the best women's fights of all time. And honestly, this fight did not disappoint. I thought I thought personally that Joanna was going to win, and I was hoping Joanna wins because I wanted to see the trilogy. But when you see how well Wei Lee improved in terms of, like, wrestling, because in the first fight, she only got taken down or no, she only um, got one takedown in the first fight, the whole fight. Within the first minute and a half, she got two takedowns. So that off the bat, I knew it was a different fight. And she just showed that she's putting in the work. She got better. And I think even DC said it on the, the desk that, you know, he she went and trained with them. And he was like, yo, she was training like a kid. Like, you teach him something and she soaks it up and, and now she knows it, you know, so... That's dangerous for that division because she's already, like, I mean, she was already champion at one point. She was the first Chinese champion ever. And um, she comes and finishes the fight with a spinning backhand fist that was disgusting. And I, I don't know, man. I think that division's on, I mean, like I said, she was already champion, but that division's in trouble right now because the one weakness she had was her wrestling because her, her power's there, her striking's there. Her her cardio is pretty much there too as well because I mean anything we saw in that that first fight between them, she has good cardio. So once the fight was over though, and we seen the um, 
we seen the the finish then you wanna you know she claim, she says she's retired so i thought that was a a sad moment for ufc fans but yeah a good moment because at least we see a a, a legend because at the end of the day she was one of the most dominant champions at that weight class for a long time until like you know the weight class caught up to her so we see a legend go out on her own terms when she wants and i respect there's nothing but respect for that and like um Lee said like you know she came she she basically said that she beat Joanna and Joanna passed down her legacy to her and now she's going to hold that legacy until somebody comes and beats her and i respect that about it i thought it was a wonderful fight and you know happy retirement to Joanna yeah and it was it was shocking i guess to her like i think people in the crowd were shocked and it was oh, like yeah. Like what? And then she put her gloves down, and that was it. So she was yeah. done. She was done. And that, you know what? Like, in and her reasons are obviously why people do things is their own personal reasons. But I'm always fascinated by them. And she laid it out. She's like, I want to do other things. I want to have kids. I want to. And it was just like, it's my time. It's like this yeah. is what I want to do. So much respect for that. Especially, I think she knew it going into that moment. Like I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think re- regardless of the outcome. I don't she was think there do was. It. So I'm usually pretty up on. Uh, I didn't realize the fights were in Singapore this week. So I was wondering, like, I was waiting all week for like the press conference and all that because I like reading. I like listening to like how fighters talk up going into a fight, and you can kind of honestly, I think a lot, a lot of like predictions and stuff is based off of that because like you can see their confidence. But I didn't see anything that said, "Hey, she might, uh, she might retire after this." So it was it was a big surprise to the community. For sure, but like I said, at least she gets to go out on her own, and she is older, so she's like thirty five, thirty six. Like, there's a women have a time clock on when they can have kids, and you know I'm sure she wants to get it done as soon as possible and and actually live a different part. Like she said, I was training for twenty years. You know that takes a lot out of people, and then you're fighting at that. She's been in wars. They call her the boogeyman, like or the boogie woman. Sorry, and it's like she's been in war. She's not. I mean, even yesterday was a scrap. So, hey, nothing but respect to her. I want, I'm want. i excited to see Whaley. She's now the number one contender. She's going to fight Carla Esparza for the, the championship. And I'm honestly, I, I thought we would get a rematch between her and Thug Rose, but Thug Rose already beat her twice. So unless she gets the championship, you know, after she beats Esparza, which I, in my head, she's beating her no problem. Uh, we'll, we might see that rematch again. Yeah, no. Um so what? So what? Are, what are the other big fights that you had? All so right. you had Wei Li, and then you had, and then in the co-main event, which you know I know Lama <laughs> doesn't. Lama has a thing about co-main events. I don't understand. But in the co-main event, we see Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos, and I think, I think this was a brawl, man. We've never like I was telling you, Valentina is a. Uh, this is well. This is now her seventh consecutive title defense, but dominant. All other six besides this fight. This is the first time we ever seen her get tested. We ever see. I mean, she was still stronger than the girl. She still had more skills than Santos. But Santos was slick on the ground. And Santos was putting her in, in compromising positions that even me, homie, um, Birdie, we were all calling the fight for Santos because it went five rounds. We thought the decision could have went to Santos. And somehow, you know, um, Valentina squeaks it out. I think this show's. A little bit of, of chink in her armor. I think she's gonna go back and um, continue to get better because that's what she's a she's a murderer. Like this girl, Valentina Shevchenko is one of the best fighters, pound for pound, women or male, in the UFC. Like no, yeah. like what she does in that division. Now, 
big homie was saying and i thought it was a good point maybe she goes up or like she needs new blood because the past couple fights between before the santos fight it seemed like these girls were no match for her so until the division catches catches up to her i don't really see anybody like challenging her like that i hope we get another fight with this with this matchup because it was such a a good fight i mean back and forth like Santos was taking beating at some points. I mean, she's even got her eye compromised. She got, um, I think they had a head collision that like shut her right eye. Um, so to me, I want to see this fight again because I think there's things that Valentina could improve on. And I think that even the Santos girl, I think she could improve on a lot of things because she had Valentina in a couple times where she had her back and obviously she's Brazilian and she's, she's a black belt. And it was like she couldn't put her away. And I think that just goes show the strength of Valentina and how good she is, skilled-wise. But with the Talia girl, like, I think she needs to come back with better striking and needs to go for the finish because... And, and again, I think if she didn't get that head collision, she might have pulled away with this fight because before that, that happened in the third round, she was already yeah. up two rounds on my scorecard. Like, in my head, she's up because both rounds she finished with, with on, like, good positioning. And well, so... Go ahead. Wasn't wasn't uh, Shevchenko's corner also saying like the the oh. if you don't if you don't move the fight's over right yeah. like you so they thought that it was scoring towards Santos and that's yeah now I mean, like and, she was getting be- like she was beating the girl up a little bit more but mm-hmm. in terms of scoring and points Santos was winning and I think that was good cornering by her corner like yeah you you got to go and I think it won her the fight ultimately. Because she yeah. turned up the fifth round. I mean, she, the championship round. She showed what she had. Now she didn't. She didn't put the girl away, which I think. I honestly think shows testament to Talia. Like she was getting hit with some shots that any other person in that weight class is probably going down, especially after four rounds of that, five rounds of that. You know. So all props to Valentina for winning. Um, continuing the the seventh fight. This is her seventh fight. Continuing the the reign. You know, like she was joking around, like I'm running out of rubies on my belt. And I think that just shows how good she is. But we need to see more. Like, I would like to see a, a rematch of her and Amanda Nunes, if that ever happens. Um, I would like to see maybe she goes up and, and tries to fight. Like she said, though, like, I want to continue to fight for my belt. So we'll see, man. She has a lot. She has a lot. I think it showed the, the MMA world and that, that division that there's some holes in, in her game and. If you can get her there and you can finish, you might you have a strong chance of, of taking her taking that belt away. No, for sure. So then you so we had so the main event, not the co main event, so the main event, uh Glover and um I can't G- see the guy's name. It's Yuri Prohaska. Okay. All right. <laughs> and that that was a, a an interesting uh match. Oh <laughs> man. That was the best fight of the night. And mind you, like I said, from from when I started watching the fights to the last fight to the last bell, every fight was a banger. But this one was definitely fight of the year so far. Like every there was like a meme where it was like the old guy, like somebody pulling up on the old guy with a knife, and he's like, "You better call the hospital." And then the next one's like, <laughs> "Not for me though." And has a gun, and th- they're saying that was them every uh every like every couple minutes in the round because man, it was like. Now, let me let me set this up. Yuri is a crazy, crazy skilled fighter. I mean, his he comes from unorthodox like ways of 
of punching. Like his his punches come from different angles. His movements crazy. He's very hard to hit. He keeps his hands low, which you would think his, he was very hittable, but he wasn't. And um, you can see Glover like it was definitely a, a classic battle of striker versus grappler. And Glover was trying to get take him down, and he was successful early on. But this man's take I mean not takedown defense, but his his ground game defense was per, like superb and kept him in the fight all the way until the fifth round. And I thought this fight, honestly, this fight was so close. So it finished by a rear naked choke with 30, second, 30 seconds left in the fifth round. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going all five rounds. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to go all five. And the scorecard said if Yuri, if Yuri won that fifth round, if they gave, the judges gave it to him, the fight would have been a draw. Glover would have still been champion. They would have just had a rematch. It would have been yeah. a, a unanimous draw. But then... If Glover win, he just wins the championship. So he only needed to last 30 seconds. And that just shows the heart of this Yuri guy. Because Yuri, again, is somebody who comes into the... This is his third fight in the UFC. He's oh champion God. already. He, they put him against... He, he held out on coming to the UFC because he said, like, in his interviews, like, I want to be the number one guy. Like, I'm not coming here just to fight. I'm coming here to win. So he, he waited, held out. He was I think he was fighting in Japan and other places. And just building his his repertoire, and when he got here, they gave him two number one contenders. Um, I forgot the first guy. I'm pretty sure it was Anthony Smith, and then it was um, Dominic Reyes who fought John Jones and went five rounds with John Jones, and he finishes him in like I think the second round or something like that, third round. Wow! But this guy is a menace for this this, this division, and like the way he moves, and like I said, Glover being 42, you know what I mean, older. He was like the oldest person to gain a championship belt. He did the best he could, but it just showed, like, this guy's talent. And the guy wasn't – the fight wasn't clean at all. Like, both fighters were making mistakes. Both fighters were, like, in strong positions to finish the fight. Like, there was multiple times where I'm like, oh, this fight's over. And then they reversed the, the, the situation and get on top. And it was just a back-and-forth fight. I thought it was a, a good fight. I hope we get to see another one. But Yuri's the, the light heavyweight champion right now, and I think – He's going to be a problem for that that division because he's strong. He's unorthodox. His striking's there. He clearly showed that his ground game is okay enough to stick with somebody, the lights of Glover to share, who says he's got some of the best jujitsu in the UFC. So it's like, man, the, the, the star's the limit. And I think he's only like 29, so he's got to run. He's got to run, man. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and so listen, I would say this, guys. If you like this analysis and you like these breakdowns, join – ad on the fight night companion um he does you know i think you have these discussions on and off throughout you know if, if someone is uh hitting you up on your on your twitch stream um yeah. but you definitely get great analysis you get a, the big fights um you know so make sure you're following ad on twitch or here on youtube <laughs> which which channel is it? is the blackout channel blackout yeah blackout. no no it's blackout underscore ad okay so the, blackout the, the personal AD. page yeah <laughs> um if you can't get him on twitch that's where he'll be if he's out of the twitch jail he'll be back in twitch yeah so, hopefully uh, by tomorrow night hopefully yeah no for sure uh it's weird not to be able to find you on twitch that that's for sure um so again usc fight nights uh if you'd like to watch them uh live with us um you know join the discord join uh ad on his twitch streams and um make sure you like and subscribe make sure you you share and let people know about those fight night companions they're very popular and it's just a fun time to have 
with some friends. Get some friends and uh, all of you guys sign in and then let's get that big fight feel for sure. Um, Gabe wanted to give you an update. It says here, Chef Curry just dropped 43 in Boston to tie the series two to two. They play game five in the Bay tomorrow. Okay. So uh, the I'm NBA finals. That's the only sports that he knows because he's been saying that all day. Oh, the <laughs> well, the Cowboys aren't playing, so yeah. You know. How about them <laughs> Cowboys? Um, all right, so I just wanted to, you know, we're, we're nearing the end of the show. Unless again, we'll let the show go as long as you want to. So hit us up in the chat if you got questions or you want to talk about anything. Um, I just want to let you guys know about a couple things coming up on the channel. Um, first of all. True Lies was the last uh, reaction that I dropped. It was dropped last, uh, uh, let's see, earlier this week. Um, and so if you'd like to watch that, it's on the channel. I also dropped uh, Stranger Things, uh, episode six and seven, as a double feature. And this week I'll be dropping Mel Brooks's History of the World, part one. Uh, finished re reacting and recording that one. So I'll be dropping it this week, and I will be also re reacting to some of your suggestions. Um, so what I'm going to try to do is before my my vacation, before my cruise, is to complete two videos. One to drop this week, which will be History of the World, and a special one to drop next week while I'm on the cruise that will be scheduled and put out there. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That's what I have uh, going on in the channel. Um, what, what's going on with you, AD? So what's what's going on after this? Are you doing the post llama stream or? What's uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna stream something. I don't know yet. I might take a little break because it's hot as in my room right now. But um, yeah, I think I'll definitely be on. I uh, I, I just want to get my channel back and continue the grind because now I got the equipment all set up. It just sucks that you know, <laughs> in the first day I stream with it, I go down. But <laughs> like I said, I, I can't complain because the viewership was there. You know the community is building in the discord so we're just gonna keep keep continuing to put out content get better at this uh on-air personality stuff i start media school you know i don't think i've said that really much on 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 here at least but yeah i'm starting media school coming out next month oh no no at the end of this month you know after i come back from florida so i'm i'm gonna be uh on the grind man I, i'm really gonna take what i'm learning in that and create more good content for all of us, Big Llama Show, The Big Llama Nation, Blackout, all of it. So I'm excited, man. I think this is going to be a next couple months are going to be really good for us and in, in our channels. No, for sure. And listen, guys, th let me just say something about AD. And this is this is you know no bullshit. Just just me being honest. The dude cares about his content, and he's very he's he's always thinking of new ways. He gives me a lot of feedback. Him him going to school for this. Him him trying to you know better the content through his knowledge gain is just impressive next level shit so trust me guys you want to get in on the ground floor of, of following this guy going to his twitch streams going follow him on all the socials uh i'm telling you you are going to see great things from ad coming up and hopefully uh his channel continues to grow i will be here to support as best i can um, but trust me, guys, when you see somebody putting it in the work, putting in the time and the effort, um, it's a, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And you're going to see the differences in his channel. Uh, you were already seeing it, the quality, um, the quality of, of the, the audio, um, the quality of the visuals, all of that's been improved over the last month or so. So please just trust me, get in on the ground floor, like, subscribe to this guy's channel, like his YouTube channel. Again, like him on the social media sites. 
um, make sure you're following because again, that's how we built this brand and let your friends know about the Big Llama Show. Let them know about AD uh, so that we can continue to grow. Um, I, I'm going to have to just shout out everybody. I mean, we since we've hit a thousand subscribers every day we're hitting 15 to 20 15 to 20 more um it's growing it's growing fast so trust me um i'm i'm thankful for that but but i'm telling you it's going to get way better and you're going to be like oh i remember i remember when we first got on and if you're going to be one of those guys the legacy members right um that would be great uh let's see big homie's got a comment for you Hey, you, good you, guy that AD guy. Hey, thank you, brother. No, but real, like really, thank you, Llama. Like I, I've been saying it the past couple of weeks because we know we had a lot of monumental moments and we keep reminiscing on like what we're, where we started. But I'm not joking when I say like I see myself having a stream where I hit a hundred thousand viewers or I see myself growing to this level and the fact that I'm actually putting things together and I, I've, I always say I've had this idea for a couple years now, three years. I've had almost four years of this computer being built and the sole purpose of this computer being built was to do the content. Now I'm consistently doing it. I'm consistently seeing the growth. I mean, even on TikTok, somebody asked me what happened to my channel today. So like, I really believe that the school is going to give me a, another edge in this. And I think I'm really going to take this content thing by storm. And, you know, I just hope everybody here in the Lamination wants to follow the, the journey, man, because I'm bringing us all with, you know, I'm bringing us all with me. No, man. Uh, again, we, this is what we do, man. We're going to get better. The show gets better. The most consistent and best show yep. on the internet. Uh, hands down. I don't care what you say. Um, although I, I will say this, man, I, and, and as we're wrapping up the show, there, there's, um, there's a gentleman that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm networking with. Just He's on streams at night, and so am I when I'm doing my editing. But, um, you know, just, just learning from other content creators, man. He he just kind of opened my eyes to um, you know the inner workings and sort of the the what he what he feels is great content. So I'm trying to learn as well from everybody. So um, for sure, guys, listen. Oh, uh, big homie's got a, a good suggestion here. Vlog your experience. I thought about honestly. I thought about the vlogging, especially because now like. It's hard to vlog with the lifestyle I've been living the last six months of just constantly streaming. But now that I'm actually going to go outside and be around other creators, and that's the thing, that's the beautiful thing about going to school is that I'm going to get to meet people that are in this industry right now or get internships in radio industry or, or wherever this journey takes me. So that's a good idea because now I actually have the, you know, I'll have the place to, to go and make content. Like I said, I want to keep getting better at this and I want to, do more than I want to do more than just stream every day, stream Call of Duty or whatever I stream. Like I want to expand. I like I like this talking form. I want to get better at talking. So, I mean, like I said, the next eight months of schooling, the next year, next two years of of content. I mean, you've seen what we've done with this last year with with the Llama Show itself, just the Llama Show only. And then you take yeah. what we did with our channels on the side. Like, I think the next couple of years are going to be big for us, man. I truly do. Yeah. For sure. Hercules says, I say vlog for sure, dude. Hey, hey they want the AD vlog. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Jay Birdie says, uh, good job, fellas. What, what's the last word I want to hear you say? Nah, nah. I ain't saying that. Do it. Rawr. Say it. Rawr. All right. <laughs> uh, Gabe says, I want to see the blackout vlog. Oh, oh man. The vlog is popular. 
Well, I mean, you know what it is, is, is that honestly, it's like you want to see the journey. You want to see the pain. You want to see the, what you're learning. You want to see the, the inside scoop to the, and, and it's, it's weird because I'm starting to like, like that type of content as well. I, I want to see people's sort of what they're doing to navigate through, to become better content creators and stuff like that. So trust me, a vlog is not a bad thing because it sort of shows the, you know, the arc of AD, right? Like, okay, how you started and, and look, you can even see it just in videos. And I, I, you, I know you hate that. I keep playing the first videos. I'm not going to play it today. Um, but, um, visually, um, voice tone, uh, content, like, like everything has improved confidence. Yeah. Everything, the, the, the character, the personality, um, you know, I'll tell people this, man, like this is, this is us. Like, I think this is us, but there is an element of showmanship that comes with, with the show where I didn't understand that at first, I thought I'd just be myself and do my thing. And I didn't realize like, you have to have a little bit of, um, showmanship, a little bit of confidence. And so I look at my first videos, man, and I cringe because yeah. I was mumbling and I was kind of like here and I was in there and I thought I was doing a good job. I loved my videos. It's like, oh, these, my videos are great. Now I look at them and I'm, I'm like embarrassed that we even sounded like that. Like our first Mortal Kombat video. Yeah, we had, we had a little bit of chemistry there, but man, we were like on top of each other. We weren't sure we were like laughing and it just, it just wasn't as good as I thought it was like looking back a year, but it's just the growth. It's the growth yeah. of the channel and the growth it just shows of how good we've gotten now. Because when you, yeah, like I mean, the showmanship goes to like you see it on stream. Like, oh yeah, I'm not very. I don't think I'm like the most outgoing guy. But when I'm on stream and I'm like in the, my element, I'm having a good stream. Like, it goes a long way. Like, you know what I mean? The the 80s in the chat. Now I have this soundboard where I can add even more. So again, we're just gonna keep getting better, man. Is you either get with it, you get flown over. You're Listen, coming to a city in Tampa late uh -oh. 2023. Uh, Are you hinting at something, brother? I know, big homie. <laughs> um, but I will say this as we close the show. Yep. If you have not heard AD playing Pokemon, narrating what is happening on the screen, you have oh, to check it out. That's my hidden talent. That's, Dude, my, that's my hidden talent. <laughs> he does voices. He does like characters he's, he's making all kinds of commentary i'm telling you some of the most uh entertaining uh stream i've watched in a long time and, and again i watched the stream obviously because i support ad but um, trust me when i tell you when i when i got in there and you were doing the voices i i not that i forgot that you were ad i just was like this shit is funny like I, i'm just sitting back like oh man what's he gonna say next or what character voice is he gonna do and i almost like lost myself in saying oh shit that's ad that's just my, that's my that's my guy right there but um but yeah you guys got to check that out that's that's fun shit for sure yeah that's definitely the pokemon it's funny because Pokemon's what got me started in this content journey on the real. Like, I'm going to tell everybody that. It's obviously hip-hop as well, but Pokemon was, like, the first time where I was like, oh, I could do this too. And now that I'm actually getting to experience it, and it kind of resonates. Like, when I have my Pokemon streams, like, most of the people don't really care about shiny Pokemon, but they're watching and, and talking in the chat because, like, I'm having a good time. And like you said, when I did the, the playthrough for the first time, and I was actually, like, in character with it like i thought like i was like oh wow like i need to continue to do this because again 
as we say, like, the more I do it, the better I'm going to get at it. You know, that was yeah. my first time doing it. So imagine when I'm doing it consistently. So, again, more content. I got to do this for the chat, though, for for, for uh, homie, if you want to bring that, that up. Oh, Drop the cool one? bomb on them. You know what I'm saying? Let them know that we here. <laughs> and then you had the, the oh, my yeah. leg. So if you've ever watched our, uh, the Blackout AD channel or, or Blackout in general, if you've watched it on Hercules channel, I've always breaking my legs. <laughs> and it's kind of a thing. We always say drop the, the ADs in the chat, but I added this to the soundboard. Just in case, you know what I mean? Just in case somebody breaks their legs. So That is awesome, dude. <laughs> I... I... I heard we're gonna add the uh, the the D to D in the uh, fight oh, campaign. I had one. I had one for yesterday, but I erased it because I got insecure about it. it. wasn't as good as I thought. So we're gonna have to get one. We're gonna have to get one. I, I'm actually, honestly, I'm working. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm working on the D to D fight companion shirts on on my uh, Teespring account. Um, it's very generic, but it's it's just it's just something that. Uh, I'll try to get out for us uh, again. The, I have the, the design pretty much ready to go. I'm just having a problem with this uploading. Um, but yeah, D to D fight companion shirts coming soon. <laughs> just okay. to help, just just to help. Uh, all right, so guys, we're at the looks like the bewitching hour. We got uh, a lot of people in the chat. I want to thank everybody tonight. Uh, we got Ace. We got Gabe. Charles with the $50 super chat. Holy shit. Charles paid us more than I make an hour on a stream. (laughs) No, but when you put, when it's like, it's funny when we say it like that, right? But when you really like put it in perspective, like he just gave us $50 and he's like, he said to say thank you because every morning after our show's over, he's Mm -hmm. in the chat. He watches it every morning on his way to work. And it's like, man, what what we're doing, it, it just goes to show what we're doing is paying off little right now but it's paying off and it's going to continue to grow and there's going to be continue to be people who enjoy our content and honestly or where they look forward to us filling their their day so let's keep going man let's fucking let's keep doing this man i'm excited man. Right. oh man and ad's in the chat let's go let's go let's ne- free never AD. go away free ad's let's... in the chat <laughs> free ad from twitch jail oh uh... i got a young brother they should they should chronicle you should feel you should vlog that for sure <laughs> day two of me not being on twitch oh i'm here i'm selfie oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gabe's us thank you guys best show on youtube no cap let's go yeah man i i mean if i say it i mean it man best show on the internet for sure i i i love it i i watch it and i'm not that guy who's like oh i don't watch my stuff no i watch my shit over and over again and um but I'm always analyzing. I'm just trying to figure out well how we can make the show better. And it's like watching game so, film. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm watching other reactors and other commenters. I'm, I'm I do the homework, man. So, oh, here we go. Let's go. Free AD shirts. <laughs> That's a, oh god. I can't. That's, you know the love I've got. Like obviously, it's the same people that always show us love, but. I, I think about it like if this happens on a grander scale, like imagine the movement we could get out of the free ADs. Like we might have to get banned on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, tonight's the night. Free AD. <laughs> Jump over to my other channel. Tonight we riot. <laughs> We're going to storm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to storm Twitch. Oh, no, we can't say that. 
Somebody got banned for that. Oh, did they? <laughs> I oh, swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, listen. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. It was a fun night. Um, again, I will be on hiatus. I will be on vacay. So AD will be coming up with either something <laughs> or a recorded, pre-recorded session. At something the very least, it's going to be pre-recorded. Right. If, right. If, if there's a way we can go live, even if we do two, if there's a way we can go live while I'm out there, I will definitely try to go live. But I don't know by Thursday. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense if we don't have the right equipment out there and I have the equipment here. Why not put something? Again, we want the quality to be good. We don't want it to be a, a half ass show because Llama's not here. And we just want to put something up just to put it, you know? So I think if we pre record it, it'll be dope because then, you know, most of us can be in the chat together. And it, I mean, last time we did it, it wasn't bad. No, no, it was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, it, Gabe says this man, this man vacations. vacations. Are you yeah, bringing man. the kids with you? I was wondering. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're going. Oh, nice. uh, we're going for a week, man. It's a, a week long cruise. We we leave Saturday, and so I'll be out in the high seas on Sunday. I don't think I'll have reception. Um, and and I I need to disconnect. So I really do. I will I will try not to. Although I don't know, maybe maybe I'll jump in. Hey guys, I'm on the ship <laughs> with with oh, shitty I mean, ass Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. But no, I mean, like you said, you need a, a time with the family, man. Especially yeah. times like these, like it's more important than anything, and it just rejuvenates you when you come back. I guarantee, when you come back, you're gonna be on the content grind. I oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, like I said, I'm gonna try my best to. I, I definitely got something coming out this week. Um, because I'm ahead of schedule, I can record something on Monday and try to get it out for the following week. So you you won't, from the channel perspective, you should have the same one week uh, drops. Um, I just won't be here for the Sunday night live show, and then I'll be back the following Sunday night for uh, the return show. Um, all right, guys. Well, listen, I want to thank everybody for joining us. This has been a great show. He's AD. I'm the Big Llama. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a great night. We'll see you next week, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Laters. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round.